0: Here we are, back on Radical Australia, Community Radio 3CR 855 on your AM dial. This is 3CR. Hello, Dale. (laughs) Hi, Joe. How are you, Empress Dale Bridge?
1: I'm very well, thank you. How are you, Joe?
0: Well, I feel much better. I've actually seen you in the flesh. I was a bit concerned. I thought I'd missed your funeral.
1: No, 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 no. I had no. fun doing the International Women's Day I show. I know. You did, you, did,
0: you did something I never do. What's that? You talked about sex.
1: I know. It was know. great. Yeah. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> now our guests can relax. Yeah, you're a, back in charge now. Yeah, we've got Dr Val Noon. And <laughs> I'm Val. going home now. The other party's
1: getting rough. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, Dr Val Noon, no. I'm going to tell you, Val... I'm not going to ask you about your sex life. You can relax. That's the type of thing she does. Yeah. Like, go away. Give him the program, International yeah. Women's Day. It's all oh, about yeah, sex. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was told. I didn't yeah. listen to the interview, but I, I was told that was what it was all about. Now, Val, two questions. Yep. We've got 55 minutes. Yep. So take your time. Yep. You know, think about it.
1: It's very oh, difficult. No, it's not always a good idea. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. And try not to drink while we're talking because that means I've got to talk longer. And this is you'll be doing most of the talking <laughs> And the reference program. to drink
1: was a cup of tea, by the
0: way. Well, yeah, well, that's what you tell me. I don't know what's in there. Now, just to orientate our listeners, what year were you born?
1: 1940. Excuse me, would you like to repeat One that? One, nine, four, zero. One, nine,
0: four, zero. Zero. That puts you on the wrong side of being a septuagenarian.
1: It does. Yeah, you're almost well, What's the wrong side? I mean, <laughs> my, my wife came home with a flyer from three U3A down at Collingwood and it uh-huh. says, growing old is optional. I is thought, it? what a ridiculous statement. Exactly.
0: <laughs> optional. Uh, optional.
1: Now, that's the first question. It only took us 30 seconds. So well, it's always to... nice to be at 3CR. I've, uh, this is the studio we used to do the Connolly uh, yeah. Association yeah. program from. Excuse and...
0: me. Excuse me. Excuse me. This is a structured interview. <laughs> this is a structured interview. I need to <laughs> ask you the second question, <laughs> and then we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. All right? I've got 77 years to go through, okay? Oh, gosh. And we're going to go through them with a magnifying glass. Oh. All right. Well, we'll skip those parts. Yeah. All right, what... What's the first thing you remember?
1: Oh, I haven't thought about that for a while. Uh, let me chat around it. Born in South Melbourne, which was then a big working class suburb. Hang of on, hang on, hang on. I'm asking you what you remember. remember don't yes. don't no, add the answer. No, 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 no. I've got to get to. It. I can Nothing jumps into my mind straight nothing, away. Nothing. Must be something. Um, what's the first thing? I didn't expect that question. That's not on your sheet. <laughs> we don't um, have a sheet. <laughs> But um What's the first thing you remember? Can I... What's the first thing I remember? Yeah Yeah no, I'll, I'll see if I get to You know what, as, You're going to pass the, as the, No, no that, all, Memory's funny like that It, it is It takes an hour or two to get that up <laughs> Yeah I mean I could tell you something from when I was three or four But it might not be the first thing I remember Well, let's Well, let's start oh, off yeah. with that Yeah, let's start off with that um, Living in a house with upstairs and downstairs mm-hmm. We had rooms in our auntie's place. Right. Before we had a chance to get a house of our own after the war, as they all say. Mm. And you know, I know you don't want me to chat on and pat it out, but after the war we moved out from South Melbourne to no, Bentley, no, which no, was no, then no, in the no, sticks. No,
0: no, no. We haven't, we haven't, but what did I remember? Val, Val, I remember Val, living Val.
1: In this house. I remember it was a, you know, a, a yeah. good, a good feeling living there good with family. mum and dad and yeah. two brothers and a sister and yeah. auntie and uh, yeah. all that stuff. Did
0: auntie have anybody with her or?
1: No, Auntie was single. single? Edie and Bannon, she had, and she had a two-story house, which she had been left by her father in South Melbourne, who oh. who drove a handsome cab right. and made oh. a living from that.
0: Mm. What were you, What type of people
1: were your parents like? Uh, my par I'm um, born of people you know who came one hundred and fifty years ago from Ireland and then kept intermarrying. Mm-hmm. My father was a, a blacksmith by trade, uh, who did his apprenticeship with Delahunty's in Mount Alexander Road. Many Ponds, and then when the blacksmithing trade went out, they moved, he and his mates moved to work in the vehicle building industry, and he became a fitter without a ticket Mm -hmm. at the General Motors factory Mm -hmm. in Fisherman's Bend. Mm -hmm. Um, This watch that I'm about to show you, you know, is what he got after 25 years from GMH. Now those guys, you know, they were trade unionists, very Mm -hmm. strong trade unionists, and they first of all went down to work there. And they were put on the is in the 30s and the years of unemployment. My father, of course, having been put out of work, worked on the Susso. Right. The, the jobs. Just explain to me what the Susso was. Well, work for the doll was what Howard called, wasn't it? Yeah, work, um, yeah. And pay you less than necessary. But in his case, uh, they found the work a bit interesting. They were building dams in the Grampians. Mm-hmm. The first time to turn the water that used to flow north to the south or south to the north, I've forgotten. But they... Uh, um, but then when they came back to the city to try to get jobs and General Motors put them on the line and those tradesmen, they thought that was the worst thing and they walked away from it. Right. But they had to edumble pie and come back and mm-hmm. he eventually got a spot as a maintenance fitter mm-hmm. uh, in the heat treatment plant at General Motors. So that's the He, during the war, was working 12-hour shifts riding his bike to work. Mum was a dressmaker by trade and continued to do that. You know, I I grew up knowing how to help Mark dress lengths with a piece of chalk and a long mm-hmm. wooden stick and so on. So what was um, your dad's name? Mick. Mick Noon. And, and your mum? Margaret Bannon.
0: And where did where did she hail from?
1: So she's South Melbourne through and through although she she's actually born in Perth. Right. Her mother and father from South Melbourne, from back to back houses up there in South Melbourne. Uh, went to the Western Australia on the promise of great things. But after a year or so he died, or I mean after when mum was three months old, he died hmm. um, of pneumonia, gained by driving a delivery uh, horse and dray for Bowens. So the Bowens was the mire of uh, Perth hmm. on a wet day and kept on working when he shouldn't have and died. So her mother, uh, Martha Devlin, scurried back to her folks in Ward Street, South Melbourne. So mum was raised in a household with a single mother and a grandmother and uncles and aunts and all that sort of you know, extended right. family. Yeah. So Mick Noon was born in um, Mooney Ponds, but he had come into her world in South Melbourne. It's her auntie who had the rooms mm. available for them to get a place when the kids were coming. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah,
0: yeah. Do, do you have any recollections about World War Two?
1: The brownout, we had mm. uh, newspaper over the windows and uh, coming out and looking at the spotlights, you know, to see whether there's any... Japanese bombers being picked up by the spotlight So you'd uh, be
0: three or four then and you'd have memories Yeah
1: well I'm, I'm, I'm five when the war ended right. um, mm-hmm. My mother um, tells a sort of slightly puzzling story that um, we're very close to the South Melbourne football ground on that side of, uh, on the Albert Park side of South mm-hmm. Melbourne and she said um, in the middle of the night she could hear this marching feet going up and down Albert Road Kerford Road It yeah, comes right. uh, Albert Road and and uh, she said, we didn't know whether it was the Japs or the Yanks. That was, in fact, the Yanks who, right. who had been taken off the boats at Port Melbourne and marched up to the South Melbourne football ground. Hmm. And the little shop on the corner run by Miss Holmes, who, to whom I used to be sent, I have got a memory coming up that I might right. interest you, <laughs> uh, that I used to be sent to, uh, Miss hmm. Holmes had you know, a few chocolate bars and loaves of bread. Well, that was sort of went out in about fifteen minutes with these soldiers who had not been fed, taken off the ships, and marched up to. No. So, but I find it striking that Mum could have actually even thought that it was Japs. I mean, whether you said that as a, as a thing to tell us how dramatic the situation was, I don't know. No,
0: it was dramatic in forty two, forty three. Yeah,
1: but what I do remember is being sent on messages. Like my mum had obviously three babies behind oh. me, mm. uh, and she would pin the ration coupon to my shirt so that I wouldn't lose it and probably to discourage any rogue who might try and pinch, <laughs> pinch it, it. Yeah. and send me around to get the half a pound of butter or whatever it was that was rationed. Mm-hmm. Butter is what I remember. Other things obviously were rationed. Yeah. So that's a fairly early memory of doing this message, mm-hmm. you know, a pretty grown-up thing for the sort of four- or five-year-old to go around yeah. to the corner shop and stuff. It is, it
0: is, but it's <laughs> not unusual in those
1: days. <laughs> now, now, brother,
0: you said you've got three siblings. Three siblings? I, I have four siblings, four one siblings?
1: of the uh, three alive, yeah.
0: Three yeah. alive.
1: Right, um, tell us about them well, apropos of uh, you know radical Australia, mm. can I you know uh, take the liberty of a couple of preliminaries i 'm honored to be on a show about radicals, but I think radical is a label one should not really readily give oneself One hopes that after one dies, people might say mm. he was a bit of a radical yeah it 's something one aims to do. Uh, people go around saying they're Christians. Well, he, they, right. what they do is aim to be a Christian. You know. be a Christian. So yeah, yeah.
0: Having well, that's the whole point of the interview is to yeah. kind of find out if you are a radical.
1: Well, <laughs> this, measure yourself against, is, measure yeah. yourself against <laughs> Joe Toscano. Come down here and, and see, <laughs> see whether you beat certain standards elaborated in the well-known list of it's radical requirements. But listen, competition. But, um, apropos of the siblings, um, I have... You know what radicalized me? I thought might be a question yeah. you'd get to.
0: Mm. I will get to eventually. One
1: of the things that radicalized a put, number just... of people in my age group yeah. was the moral stand taken by young people who refused to go to the Vietnam War not, either as not, conscientious not, objectors not, they're not. They're or 20, draft resistors That's Twenty-five years of whom after. one was my second yeah. brother. Yeah, but that's twenty-five years. Could you asked me about the siblings. No, I said. No, you opened up the siblings. No, no I asked you. Well, I'm going to,
0: look, what I want to do is I want to slowly bring up all these little <laughs> gems. Otherwise, the interview's over in five minutes. Okay? Oh,
1: you, I'll have no see, trouble see, to see, talk what, for I, now. I, You'll have no trouble talking. Now. We haven't got to you know Tano Benoit and Paul Boy Mahetta yet. I mean, yeah, we've got we'll lots get of things there, to we'll talk get
0: about. There. So, what was it like for a young lad in South Melbourne in the forties
1: and fifties? Well, you, what you need to hear is the second part of it. That At you went to age Bentley. six, we went to ben, You see, yeah. so,
0: so well, why would you? Why would you leave? Oh, well, you got a house, I see. Uh,
1: well. Um, but it was going to the sticks. They said, oh, Mick and Mark are going out to the sticks. To the sticks. <laughs> Bentley. By the railway station at Bentley. I mean, even yeah. the ra- even yeah. by the railway station at Bentley now is expensive. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But what was it like? Um, well, there were lots of the, my ne- our next-door neighbours, um, kids our own age. He worked He worked at the wharf, mm-hmm. Mr Ewer. Yep. And everybody was Mr and Mrs, you know, that stuff. Uh, Mum and Dad were still called them Mr and Mrs. It and is, um, yeah. one of the, my one of my next-door neighbours... Graham Ewer went on to become a very famous opera singer. You know, people from that background, some of them did all sorts of interesting things. A oh, oh. memory is I remember being taken to the dental hospital, which was then down near City Road somewhere, and having a lot of my baby teeth yanked out, but they gave me chloroform. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, At your age, doctor, I mean, right. yeah. That's okay. Was that it's okay right. to get chloroform then? Oh, it's all right. hasn't it you. They they didn't <laughs> stunt your grave <growth>, did it? <laughs> no, didn't why, stunt your growth, Val. That's why I'm a bit crazy, is no, yeah, yeah. yeah, it? No, you didn't stunt your growth.
0: Yeah. So off to Bentley,
1: the whole family. Um, so what, what did you live in in Bentley? Look, a little little shack or something? Look, or? Um, if you'd if you like a colourful story about yeah. the movements of Bentley, yeah, it, I it would. links up to my religious affiliation Uh, we were people who around our lives centred largely around the Catholic parish and we were sent to the Catholic school mm -hmm. at St. Peter and Paul's um, St. Peter and Paul's South Melbourne and then St. Paul's Bentley better make a note of that Uh, um, where I had the experience of being put in at four and a half you could either go four and a half or five and a bit you know of being born in May mm -hmm. and for reasons that puzzled me then, but I was catapulted through the first two or three years of schooling very quickly, so I was all my life a couple of years young for my grade. Mm-hmm. And when I went to St Paul's Bentley, the teacher there, the nun said, uh, You're not going into grade three, you've got to go back to grade two, you're too young. But being put back for a a day or two, I apparently answered all the questions and I I made my way up to grade three. Mm, But mm. the reason I tell you that is I was trying to warm up to the thing about the religious faith and its role, the community. I mean, a very, very strong sense of community. Um, Okay, one of the first memories coming back to me, (laughs) going to my youngest brother's baptism with my uncle Clem, Mm. who had the sensational job of being a delivery man for confectionery, chocolates ah, and lollies. Ah, yeah, yeah. And he had a panel van, mm. and when you got in, you had to squeeze into the front seat, mm. but you could smell all the stuff in the back. Mm. And when you went to visit them, you know. Yes. Actually, he very rarely gave the kids things. He would give mum, mm. my mum, some of these chocolates. But anyway, but I remember going to my brother Dennis's baptism in the Clem's mm. panel van with mm. the smell of chocolates, mm. and it was pouring rain. How's that for a detail? That is good. <laughs> she says that's a nice that's one. one Are you yes. on air too? Oh,
0: when I want to be <laughs> When she wants to be She
1: can be so she, the She's story the of, She does okay, what she likes A, a leisurely story about the, the move to Bentley All right yeah, So yeah. my mother and her aunt Had a de- particular form of Catholic devotion uh, You know how people make special prayers To special yes, saints yes, and so yes, on yes, yes. To a, a devotion called The Little Infant of Prague huh? Of Prague Do the Toscanos ever have that in their home? No but it it was it's central european in origin obviously yeah, obviously yeah but, but no, it's a, it's an image no, of the child jesus no. we were, dressed we were christmas catholics we were italian catholics well, that, we were
0: we were bloody irish catholics who but, were at the
1: church all day but what happened is kind of the, you know the italian way has won the day I mean, <laughs> the, the irish way has lost out pretty badly to the italian <laughs> yeah, yeah. but um but it's a little statue of the little child jesus mm. in regal robes you see mm. and you pray mm. to it and you get mm. or you, you get or don't get what mm. you pray for well Houses were uh, prices were fixed at the end of the war because of the shortage of housing, and because there were labour governments that believed in government intervention in housing, fixing Mm -hmm. prices. Get that? I mean, bring that back. Bring back the nationalisation of the banks that Mm chiefly wanted to. You know. So um, my father had sussed around, and he actually knew what the set price was. And at the auction. There were two people who, as it turns out, knew that. This is my father's account, as I recall it. And the bidding kept going, going up. and had gone past the limit. And the auctioneer said, look, he saw what was happening. Now, a bit of background. What are we doing back at South Melbourne while Mick is down there at Bentley at the auction? We are praying. You're praying. No, don't yeah. laugh. So you, you, you share special All things right. from your it's life and what happens? They laugh at you. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, come to 3CR, tell a special story. I love it, I yeah, love yeah. it. That's
0: why I'm laughing. So, it's a great story, great
1: so, story. And the, what you need to know is we are praying to this little yeah. image. Of yeah. the, of, my, little I, Christ of, the, the, little of Prague. The yeah. Little infant of Prague. Prague yep. And uh, what happens at the thing is the auctioneer says, I'm going to have to toss a coin between you two. Toss the coin and make no one. No. Therefore the prayers work They did work but That's I agree. how we got the house so have yeah. finished yeah. Right. And my mother then wanted to call the house Which she did in yeah. Bentley Prague Prague, very nice very But nice. all the good Aussies in the neighbourhood They thought, "Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> we got some kind of central, refi- central refos yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah, Coming refos. into our
0: street Yeah, I can imagine Refos, if not old Nazis so how long did Refo? Well,
1: hasten for any reader, listeners out there about refos, we, we are using a word from the era, in, right. which was, well, it was a derogatory word. But, exactly. But um, mm-hmm. what we meant was the refugees, the displaced people yeah. from World War Two, And yeah. I've, got a, yeah. I've got a story to tell you about that later on. Yeah. Now, how are we going on the, the stories good, from good memories, what, Bentley?
0: So I see, what was school like at St. Paul's in Bentley?
1: Gravel schoolyard. No, marched like, into a school yeah, the school to the beat of a drum mm-hmm. Played on a scratchy sound recording uh-huh. But but three or four chosen senior boys would play kettle drums Oh, very nice The nuns, we knelt behind them at, um, at Mass Sunday Mass And my father pointed out that they had holes in their shoes Because they weren't getting enough money to mm. get their shoes repaired You didn't get new shoes, you had your shoes repaired in those mm-hmm. days mm-hmm. Um, um Schools start to burst at the seams. My brother was in a class of 90. I think I was in a class of 65 or something. This this is several factors. I mean, you're interviewing me on my personal story, but I happen to be somebody who's kind of also gone back and studied all that stuff. What what we're looking at is the the baby boom, Mm. but we're looking at the Catholic system and the state system both coming to the limits. That's For 30 years, the Dunstan government had not trained teachers. The Catholics didn't have the resources. Mm. The nuns and brothers weren't there. So we had very big classes, and I... I'll jump straight away to something. A mate of mine's just sent around um, a thing called the list of government free Mm. places uh, for 1951, of which I was a beneficiary. I have secondary education because I got scholarships. right. And I looked through that, and of my class of 65 or so, four of us, actually I've jumped a, a link in the chain, one went up to, in my school, you went up to grade seven mm. and you could go to eight. Yep. And after age, you either went to the tech or went to work. Mm. So, what did you but do? But a handful, mm. of that 65, four got places at Catholic secondary schools on scholarships.
0: So, you got a scholarship?
1: I got a scholarship. Why was that? Well,
0: did your father pull some rank on, on, on the priest, or did you actually have some intellectual capabilities?
1: The, no smears against my father, all right? We'll we rule those out right away. Uh, nor, nor, nor on the system. The system was transparent and based on your ability in a general knowledge exam. Excellent. and a, Good, good. They had things called IQ tests and That's then they right. had general yeah, knowledge tests. I remember, them. I remember tests.
0: them. So what, what secondary college did you get to? So
1: um, – but you, it might be of interest to some people to know we got a scholarship to get us to yeah. the first year to what was called a central school. All mm. my age people who mm. – we are talking about you know, less than five percent of people in this state right. getting secondary, edu- secondary, exactly. secondary education. Secondary education. That's right. We yeah, forget right. how much yeah. things have changed, yeah. Yeah. and that's so always made me very aware of my role. Of whatever knowledge or training I've got, has to be used for the good of the community. Yeah. You know. So you went to central school. So I went to central school, and then that was that was called the diocesan free place. I, I was wrong. With what the state free places? You then sat for a scholarship called the state. The Junior Government Scholarship, which mm. would get you four years of secondary. And you got that? And I got that. So where'd you go? And the the Central School was attached to D'LaSalle Morven. Right. One could go to D'LaSalle. The other three boys who got it went to Christian Brothers St Kilda. Right. How did I choose? Because the boy down the end of the street, Phelan, went to CBC and he seemed okay. So He seemed okay. <laughs>
0: We, we had no idea.
1: We, we were wandering into a new world. I That's mean, right. Did you finish those four years? I finished those four years. And
0: what happened after that?
1: Then um, at the end of that, I, I was you know, ducks in my class and all yeah. that sort of thing, and yeah. I got a scholarship to go to Newman College at Melbourne University. And what year was that? In 56. That in 56? 56. So this is a working
0: class boy. Yep. Yeah. Through the Scholarship Catholic Scholarship boy, as they... Yeah, well, working, we'll say. Well, yeah, no, well, no, that's class. right. No, no, no yeah, 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 Working yeah. class boy, You obviously because of intellectual capabilities, you got to Newman College at uh, Melbourne University
1: in 56. But, I no, I chose not to take that. I chose to go to the Diocesan seminary, which is a, seminary is the word, mm-hmm. Catholic word yes, for a, yes. a theological college, yes, yes. and uh, to try and to prepare, to, to train to be a Catholic priest. Mm, what, what
0: made you do that?
1: Um... I, I thought that was a, a good way of doing something with my life and mm-hmm. with, um, with the tradition I was part of. Um, you know, What you saw was people conducting religious rituals, um, uh, running youth clubs, yep. uh, looking after people who are sick and dying and all that stuff. Celib- that, that celibacy didn't worry you. Well, celibacy was, uh, was something you thought – you you could do mm. one thought one could do, do right. for the sake of this community service. One right. saw one I I and my cohort mm-hmm. would have seen one ourselves as giving up the the married life and and a and a sex life yeah. in order to be better servants of the community.
0: community right. So how long did that last for? Yeah,
1: there are lots of complications about that, which you know. Yeah, but how
0: long did it last for?
1: So I, I did eight years training, and you I did bit, eight years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, right. here in Melbourne we don't muck around. I don't know eight years where the Toscanos sem- came from, but down here no, we don't it, muck it around. Be a year if you like, <laughs> and if, if you
0: paid a bit extra, you did six months. So eight years in the seminary. What are you? You'd be in your mid twenties, were you?
1: So I, I began at sixteen, and hmm. we. Um, that was at the what's called now the Werribee Park, the, yep, the, yeah. the um, Churnside Mansion. Eight years. Uh, four years there, and then they opened a new college out of Glen Waverley, which is now where the Police Training Academy is. Mm-hmm. So four years there, and, f- and I was in the, one of the first groups to go through Glen Waverley. Um, so, that's, what, so I'm a 16-year-old. When when, yeah. uh, when uh, that was being made into a national park, they had an yeah. open day. Yeah. And my wife and I took our kids down and a group of yeah. other ex-seminarians and ex-priests well, well, went down there. Obviously,
0: has happened since then, but we'll catch and, up with that. And
1: we're going around and I say, well, this is the room I yeah. used to be in with yeah. five yeah. others, a dormitory type yeah. thing. Yeah. And... My son or my daughter, I'm saying, how old were you? Yeah. And I said, 16. And Mary said to the, another group that was going around, the boy over there, said yeah. to his other boy, how old are you? And he said, 16. Yeah. And that was sort of a moment to realise how young, how young you've been we were to go. Inducted you know. into, into this. So yeah. you did a full eight years. Uh, we ha- that, the particular training... Well, hang on, let's get back. Yeah, you, yeah. Did, you did eight uh, years. Y- yes, but I want to tell you that we had three months over a year off. Right. And um, we... Uh, we were able and expected to raise – to work. Yeah. And among the jobs I did in those years were shop jobs, post office jobs, bookshop mm. shop jobs. Mm. But I did three stints at the General Motors due mm. to my father being down there and being yeah. um, mm. Mm. shop steward and yeah. so on and so forth, able to get work in I mean, I've worked on – I have worked for three months on the assembly line at GM. I've worked all in right. the canteen down there, you know, all that stuff. All right. So I took that, that – that's very formative. Yeah. Uh, and it's the years mm-hmm. of the big migration. Everybody on the line yeah. was roughly Greek and Italian. Yeah. Yeah. The maintenance men were Australians, yeah. the McNoons, yeah. the Jack Millans, yeah. yeah. or whatever.
0: Let's get back. So it's 1964.
1: You've finished these eight years at yep. seminary yep. college. Yep. What did you do then? Yeah, but you've, the but, but point of you pursuing your kind of line of thought, mm-hmm. what's happened in the meantime? I don't know. I'm asking you the no, question. No, come on. You've had the Vatican Council. Yeah,
0: yeah, but 64. No, I mean, you, 60, yeah, I no, understand what, what, that.
1: What you've, no, but, but yeah. the thread that's yeah. got to be thrown in the table yeah. is that having gone into a sort of fairly staid conservative, conservative. and oh, well, I mean, a, a thriving church, if yeah. you look at its yeah. community, I mean, the churches were full. I mean, the, the schools were bursting at the seams, yeah. but all the associations, the men's groups, well, the women's well, groups, the yeah, basketball, yeah, the well, football. Yeah, yeah, the groupers, the uh, DLP. Well, No wonder it was full. No, no, the other way round. No wonder no, the groupers could do what it did, but because the church was strong. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but at no time did the groupers include more than half of the Catholic population. You know that. Yeah, but that's still that's a that's, still a significant but, number of people. But, well, I now, mean. so my father would be at that time uh, a member of the uh, National Civic Council group mm. in the Vehicle Builders Union. Yeah, yeah. He was an active trade unionist, mm. but of a right wing. So that's very important to make the point that, that they were labour oriented. I mean, yeah, they were yeah. labour oriented. Were you labour oriented? Of course. I mean, and, days, and, right. and and so and Ned yes, so Kelly was a good guy, and Eureka was a good thing. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah, but, that's, but the, what happened? The, with, the DLP included yeah. quite a spectrum of people. I understand that. Let's yeah. get back to the yeah, okay.
0: let's get back to the Vatican. So, so, yeah, so oh, was that was that sixty-two. So, so what it? I started to say was, going in, in yeah, fifty-seven yeah.
1: to Pius the twelfth and a fairly conservative church. Yeah, yeah. In fifty-nine, along comes this old bloke. That's right. Talking about old blokes. Know, Giovanni Roncalli, yeah. uh, no, no, no Giuseppe Roncalli, Giuseppe, yeah. uh, who becomes Pope uh, Pope John the Twenty Third, yeah. and he says we're going to have a big uh, open forum about where the church is going. We're going cl- to see what we're, right. and he launched a big program which I believe, um, uh, well, I don't believe every newspaper, Time Magazine, every mm-hmm. said changed quite um, for the better the Catholic mm. Church, right? It's opened a window on years mm. of... But, but, but hang on, let's just go
0: back. 64. So this
1: changes the young... That cohort that yeah. I'm part of yeah. is not the same as the cohort who came out in 57. Yeah. Those who came out in 64 mm. have an idea that the thing is changing and it's going to keep on changing. We, we don't know mm. what's so, going so to happen. So what did you do? What did you do? Yeah, well, we don't know that in the next 10 years there's going to be a massive attempt to shut down the reform movement. Yeah, but what did you do? Well, I got appointed to parish work. right. Good work. Parish work is very good work. And what type of work? Pastoral work. I worked. I worked in Ascot Vale, uh, St Alban's, uh, Frankston, and Ringwood. So, how many years did that? But I, let me I talk about the St Alban's one because that was Yeah, of any, but how many
0: years was that? Just, 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 just
1: to orientate. Uh, that's about did. six years. But then I had um, so by you, by 1974, I was married. Right. 64 to 74, ten years actually, but, but three or four years of that, I was sort of half in and half out. Half in, and
0: half out.
1: What? What? What changed your direction? I mean you've
0: put a lot of effort into this. Yep. You put a lot of effort, eight years of study, you're part of the Catholic system. Yep. You you know, you you and now all of a sudden you change your direction quite radically. So why do you think it's all of a sudden? Well, oh, ten years. So that's not well, long oh, You've no, studied for eight years
1: I see I started to give you a narrative of a changing yeah. situation Yeah but not you didn't give me a narrative of yourself uh, Yeah well, but, but, but I did I located myself as part of that I'm in, I'm in the place where you study all this stuff Yeah And um, many of us are changing then mm-hmm. Before we actually got ordained and went out to work We, we had the new theology The right. new way of looking at right. things and so right. on so You had a Bible in one hand and a rifle in the other There's no way forward, is there, Dale? With this (laughs) book, I mean, that's what your South American brethren
0: did. So, what did you have? You had a Bible in one. what did you have in the other?
1: Camilo Torres, you know, would would later on have quite an effect on me because a a friend of mine Mm. went and worked with him and others in Colombia. But that's another story. Um, uh, You know, the Joe Broderick biography of Camilo Torres. Joe Broderick was a fellow student with me. You've Mm. read the the Broderick Mm. biography. Mm. He's a fellow student of mine at at Werribee, Mm. but. but you asked me. Well, I mean, you ask me a lot of things there, and in, 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 in some of them, in quite veiled w- and and uh, ways. But you ask me why how I changed, right? Yeah, why? Why? Now, well, the first question to ask is: Is it a change of direction, or is it going in a similar direction? It could it be that what took me into the priesthood took me out of it?
0: What community service?
1: Well, t- t- take that as a kind of a, a catchphrase for the moment. Mm. Yes.
0: Mm. I don't understand. Do right. you, you, you think you'd be more useful outside of the priesthood uh, once the uh, Counter-Revolution started in the Catholic Church?
1: Well, timing-wise, the, the Counter-Revolution is usually dated to um, 1968 when mm. Pope Paul VI issued an encyclical called Humanae Vitae mm. condemning, yep. um, in his words, um, the breaking of the natural law in using contraception or something you know that. Mm. That's actually, I mean, that's the clear moment that the counter-revolution in, in the Vatican, I mean, uh, is, is about to swing in. It doesn't really reach full peak until John Paul II, but so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But um, what did you say to me about the counter-revolution? We got out b- before well, it happened? Well, uh, sure mate, did, you, did,
0: did you get out because you felt that there was no point continuing this type of community activity as a priest? Or was well, we, it more a personal? Um, we're decision? going to have to
1: get into the um, uh, sort of stage by stage thing there a bit. In reaction to Humane Vitae, okay. Um, as it happened, six months before Humane Vitae, a group of us had started an independent magazine for priests. I mm-hmm. uh, think called Priest Forum. Right. First time ever in Australia that priests had done something without the okay of the bishop. Independent discussion, and mm-hmm. so there's already. Uh, You know, our opponents would have said, ferment. Yes. (laughs) Uh, But there's already people trying to bring up change from the grassroots, right? Yep. And we're linking up. One of the the things that's changed me was that taught me a lot about national things. I made links with people in Sydney and Adelaide and and Wagga and Brisbane and stuff. Very few – I'll give you a kind of a a verb sap as we go – very few Australians have experienced national things or think nationally. They talk nationally, but very few people know what it's like to work with people from other states and from other parts of Australia. And I'm yeah. lucky, I'm, I'm, I'm boasting, I suppose, yeah. but I'm saying no. I'm lucky that in that little initiative of running a newsletter, mm-hmm. Gary McLaughlin and I were the editors. We learnt a lot about the whole of Australia and we learnt mm-hmm. about where things were up to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, we convened, um, in the wake of Humana Vita, we convened a national meeting. Now, that was unheard of. I mean, the bishops are supposed to be the ones who tell priests right. when they meet and yeah. so on. Yeah. And, you know, we, we wandered onto a national. We were, we didn't realise. We were front page in the Sydney Morning. We met at the Coogee, Oceanic Hotel Coogee. We're front page in the Sydney Morning Herald. ABC wants to talk to us. You know, yeah. I am on. I make this day tonight night yeah. and stuff. You know, I mean, unbelievable. Mm. So what's what I'm t- saying there is that the whole change in the Catholic Church uh, was national and international use and is one of the catalysts in the change in Australian society. Radicals in, you know, the new left and in the anti Vietnam movement and so on, if a major institution like the Catholic Church can change, that, that's that's a that strengthens the general movement now. How did it affect you? you. This it, is about you, this interview. This interview is about me. I well, how it affected me was that I, with a group of others, had already taken initiative to try and get the the institutional change moving at a faster pace in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and with Humane Vitae, I think um, two of my good friend's colleagues, Peter Phelan and Mick, Nick Crotty, both spoke out and said the Pope's wrong and got sacked here in Melbourne right. by a right. bishop called James Knox. Right. Um, now, I can remember meeting with a couple of mates and well, – uh, firstly with one particular mate, but then with a booper of about 20 or 30, mm-hmm. would we all do the same? You know, we all yeah. put a hand up and say, the Pope's wrong, and all it's get sacked. Right. We said, ah, oh, no, look, you know, the Pope's been doing things wrong for centuries. We'll ride this out. Mm-hmm. you know. Um, mm-hmm. So we, we thought we'd ride it out. Now, in fact, um, the reactionaries in the Vatican only gained ground rather than the other way around. Mm. Um, so how did we respond to that? So you would need to get into what I did over the next sort of 612, because by... Within within 18 months of Humane Vitae, although I would not have said it was because of humane Vitae, right. but with, by 70, mm. uh, the moratorium's coming up. Yep. I'm, I'm getting increasingly involved dra- in Vietnam. i brother's the draft. On, yeah. I end up being on yeah. the committee for the moratorium. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I speak at the Melbourne Town Hall, you know, with Drugged. all this stuff. Um, um, I then decide to get out of parish work. What did the... the, the If I could summarise that, I decided I want to uh, be free of the authority. The authority thing. I want to be more independent. I want to earn my own living. That's. I think that's a really important thing for radicals to think about. Uh, Mary and I uh, have done lots of things in the community and so on and so forth, but we've done them without grants. Yes. We've done them with day jobs. Now, that's a boast, but anyway, put it on the table. Let's let's go back. Let's, so let's go back. I decide, no, 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 it's not, yeah. we're not going back. We're, we're, we're right in the moment. Yeah. So in moving out of the priesthood, yeah. you know, I go and get a job as a storeman. So why did you move out of the priesthood? Well, I'm just telling you. That no, no, you've in, got a job in, as a storeman. In, you haven't
0: told me. In, you've, been, you've, been, you've been dancing around this question in, for
1: the last in, 10 minutes. No, I haven't. I'm, no, you, <laughs> you, you, you haven't been following me if you think I'm dancing around it. Well, I'm going you. right deeply into it. All right. Uh, um, I'm telling you that independence from the authority, right. Um, right. earn your own living, yep. free to make political involvements. Now, I, right. I want to tell you about what it's like to address a Sunday congregation mm-hmm. and want to get up there and say, you know, stop the bombing, free the draft resistors yep. and stuff. I've got a good story to tell you about draft resistors mm-hmm. and Philip Lynch and mm-hmm. what I, when I did say something in the pulpit, um, so I want independence... But also, what would soon come up is I wanted to move, uh, be free to end the celibacy thing and, and enter into a, relationship. a normal relationship. But yes. That takes some time, actually. Yes. That, um, mm-hmm. But by 1974, I'm married and so on. But, right. um, but what part of that story is that I'm, I've, I've moved in 71 to join a household here in Fitzroy that might... My now wife, Mary Doyle, and others had started Mm -hmm. an open house for homeless people and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But um, so I, I mean, those three or four points I just actually I think are in the letter that I wrote asking to move out of the parish structure and so on. So
0: did they say thank you very much? Bye.
1: And well, they they sort of, uh, well, I I know from insider knowledge and documents they actually thought there were a few of us who they would slough off and it would all go back to normal.
0: Right. Mm Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, had they listened to the reforming voices, they might have. Who knows what would happen? But this is so something. You're, so you're a rotten
0: apple, basically, as far as the Catholic hierarchy was concerned. You're going well, to Well, one,
1: one bishop said at the. I, I know that my mate was, my mate was a curate at the cathedral, and he said, yeah. oh, but that Valnani, he, he's probably a card carrying member of the party.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Rotten apple. Rotten apple. Thought, All right, uh, well, that's a huge. Um, so, how did you feel in 74 when you left? How does it feel? Yeah.
1: Hey. To be like a Rolling Stone. Yeah. How so, we'll get feel? a song in, Dale. He, he, he won't let us play songs on the thing, <laughs> but we'll get one in. How does it feel to be a rotten <laughs> apple? A Rolling Stone. You know, um, here you are, what?
0: 34 And you? Was it 44? 44 in your Rotten Apple. No, no,
1: 34. 34. 34. Well, no, no. No, no. no, no you, do your <laughs> son. Born in 1940. 1974, Four. I, I, I yeah. clashed with the Bishop over. Yeah. Gary and yeah. McGough and I had a very serious public disagreement with the mm. Bishop over Vietnam. Mm. Yeah. Although, you know, you, you you wouldn't get sacked precisely for Vietnam. You'd yeah. be pushed out of places and you wouldn't get jobs and so on. But the one thing they couldn't handle was you wanting to get married. Yeah. It's very yeah. interesting. I mean, you know, That's right. priests are, can do all sorts of things, but they couldn't get married. Sands in I the, mean, lines in the sand. We don't need to same, go into bro. the contemporary debate, but we know all what's right. going on. So what
0: happened on. after
1: 74? You got married? Kids? No, wait on. But, you, but you want to give, I want to tell you something about this business in the pulpit. I want to say to you, I did not think it was right to get into the pulpit and say what I wanted to say. What yeah. I really wanted to say, mm. you can't say to all those people who've come there to worship. Yeah, they? Oh, yeah. You it, can't harangue them. In the, in the congregation at Our Lady's Ringwood was Ted... Ted, Ted, Ted I'll get his name From the special branch Right I mean I knew that He knew yeah. that And there's so and so Senior constable And there's somebody else yeah. Who's, yeah. Whose son I know Is in the You know Monash Labour oh. Club You know This is yeah. what congregations Are like Churches are very Interesting things yeah. The people come together For anyway So I thought Better to get out And be able to say What I want to so say. do it Absolutely. Got into You know We edited a magazine Called Retrieval You've seen Retrieval Yeah mm. So so Um but in 1968, um, the Paris Rising is very important to lots of us, yeah, not just one. church stuff. Paris, yeah. Martin Luther King, Robert Kennedy, you know, mm. Chicago—that's That's right. very important to us. Um, but um, who was the guy? Simon. Who was the guy from TV? Simon Townsend, Dennis O'Donnell, all uh, um, um, William White, the the conscience objectors—they're all very important to us. So come you'll be familiar Dale might have to explain it. Pentecost is the big feast that comes after Easter, and it's called the Feast of the Holy Spirit, and that mm-hmm. when, when new life and new energy is given to the apostles to go out and preach uh, the look, word, blah I, blah they, you she got a copper sermon.: no, 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 I've got to tell you something I've no, got a Dale. Cup of sermon.
0: She used to be a house mistress in a Catholic boarding school.
1: Well, it's nearly it's Christian. Well, it's nearly so the same. Pentecost is shared, so she knows all is about it. The yeah, on Pentecost Sunday, <laughs> it's just after the Paris Rising, mm. right? Mm. The spirit is breaking out in very interesting ways, right? But, I mean, the, the oh, that's uh, one of the most advanced yeah. industrial yeah. countries yeah. Yeah. is yeah. just on the brink of whatever yeah. revolution. And Simon Townsend is in uh, jail in oh. Holsworthy military prison. Mm. So Muggins down at St Francis Xavier. Um, church in uh, Frankston Says on the Sunday We hear that the great message of Pentecost Is the reconciliation Between you know, the other tongues In the story the tongues of flame Come down on the people and then they speak And all the languages understand one another and This metaphor of all the languages one understanding Is a metaphor of humans working together So I say well we will hope that In Paris you know, some reconciliation Will happen and in Australia between the government And uh, Simon Townsend Vel- I get the... Why not? I on. get. No,
0: no, 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 let me wait. I'm going to make an executive decision now. Yep. You've been on the planet too long. We're going to have to do this in two sessions. So we're going to go to the age of 40, 45 today, and then if you're agreeable, I'm going to bring you back in, <laughs> and we're going to go from 45 to 77. Are you agreeable?
1: Is this... Dale have to tell me whether it's good enough radio. Yeah. It's um, actually very interesting. I'd like to um, not rush it. Would if, you second his motion? If it's okay motion. with you, I'd like to not rush it. So what happens is I get the then... Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I then on, get hang the, the no, footlong no, an foot telegram, foot <laughs> telegram from Philip Lynch, you have abused the pulpit. Now, <laughs> I'm answering your question about why do you get out. <laughs> and I want to tell you. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm, yeah, I'm right. answering your question. No, no, don't make fun of this one. This is serious. So Lynch sends this telegram mm-hmm. saying it's a of pulp of you know, mm-hmm. which is not. Or did you take a chainsaw to it? So what, um, yeah, what, I, sh- what I should have done was go to the Press. Pa- papers the next morning. Yeah. But I was respectful. We believe elected governments and so on. And he was a parishioner and so on and so forth. He wasn't in the congregation, but someone told him. Um, but he was chairman of the parish finance committee or something. Philip Lynch was the minister for the army. Have you got him on your screen? I mean, as you know, until the next generation. Okay, in the... Yeah. In the In the worst years of the Vietnam War, Mm. um, Gordon had brought in a Catholic to be Minister of Anyway, so I then go to have an interview with uh, Lynch, you see, to talk it through. Mm. And uh, at that time, there are elections going on in South Vietnam. And um, there is a peace candidate who, Nguyen Van Thieu, the current, the then dictator, well, the prime minister running South Vietnam on behalf of the Americans puts this guy No Din Zhu in jail, the peace mm-hmm. candidate, right? Mm-hmm. And Lynch has announced that he's a newly appointed minister of the army. He's about to go to Vietnam for his first trip. You see, and I'm discussing Vietnam and trying to persuade him that it's not a good idea, and so mm-hmm. and on. So. And he said, "I'll be meeting." You. I said, "We'll, we'll be meeting No Din Zhu. This is the peace candidate, mm-hmm. pub- in the papers, you know." Yeah. He said, "Who? Who, who is Zhu?" <laughs> I think to myself. Yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm not at that stage. Incredibly well informed. I later became. I would. You know, like like lots of the activists, mm. became quite well informed about Vietnam and Vietnamese politics and so on. But I'm this is, a, this is a pretty much a general punter at this stage. But concerned general punter. So who would zoo? Mm. So here is a moment of radicalisation. Elected representatives are just careless. They don't really care about Vietnam and the army or stuff. I mean, he famously said in an interview with Stella Steele years later when she interviewed him before he died. You know, he died relatively young. He said, oh, we never for a moment thought the Americans could be beaten. That's right. That's the reason that's for right. going into a war. That's right. The reason just... for sending Australians and Americans and Vietnamese yeah. to their death. Yeah. So, but I, I mean, that's an important part of my story to tell so you. So this about. is
0: another little cube.
1: That, that's that's a radicalisation thing. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you then become much more interested mm. in extra parliamentary
0: mm. action. Did you, when you left the priesthood in seventy four, did you feel
1: that your time had been wasted? Not at all. Not to this day. No, parish work and the pastoral work is great work, mm. and I, I am the, much the richer. I wanted to tell you about refugees. Being in Saint Albans, Sacred Heart Parish in Albans, the the highest concentration of foreign-born people in Australia, maybe still to this day, 95% of the 1,000 children in the parish school were born overseas. Malta, Poland, Yugoslavia, uh, Poland, Hungary, whatever, about half of them were dis- children of displaced people, mm. victims of World War One. daily as you go around the parish and you think, People would come to the youth group. Uh, Paul, I won't – but he would say, oh, Dad had terrible nightmares last night. What was that? Oh, the bombing. You know, mm. Paul, the Polish family, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So the being in a migrant community, taking seriously the needs of migrants and refugees as we were mm. – I mean, I think one of the myths around is that the earlier generation Australian didn't care about – I think – Lots of Australians responded very well to the post-World yeah, yeah. War II refugees, actually. Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah, yeah. part of it. I'm very pleased. I mean, the people I worked under, the parish priests and so on, were very involved. Now, seeing Vietnam against that, I mean, how could you not be anti-war? I mean, so St Albans For is wrong. very informative of my... So do I... Re- what you didn't use the word regret, but did, what was the word you threw you know at me? The word regret? not use the regret. No, no yeah, not one right. bit. And I've just been to the funeral on Monday mm. of one of the people who was in one of the parish groups that I was part
0: of. Who was that? Would you like to
1: Pam Fraser's funeral in Montmorency. Right. Um, You know, the relationship between a Catholic priest and his people is a two-way thing. Mm. The the press and the the current discussions tend to look at it as an authority, one-way thing. People form their clergy. I mean, Mm. lower-ranking clergy who are working day-to-day by people are changed by the people if they're they're at all genuine. And I was changed by those people. And Pam Fraser's one of them, actually, the one we buried on Monday. So this
0: is a huge shift for you in 74.
1: No, nah, the shift, nah, no. You, I need to get to you, straighten you out. Now, by 74, no, no. What? Well, and, and the next question probably is, did you find it hard? No, no. Well, I'll give you the That's what they all ask. So, no, no, so, I'm not going to ask you if you find it hard. The difficult time and the big shift yeah. is, is the year probably before right. I made me move. When I'm when I'm out of kilter with the whole world, that's right. before. Once you make the choices and decisions, you all know that about life. Yeah. Once you finally make the move, oh, some things are difficult. You've got to sort things out with people who don't agree with you, and so on and so forth. Well, you'd have to
0: kind of pay your own way. Now you're not getting a wage. You haven't got a church to to run. You haven't got a, a place to sleep. These are big big well, I've changes. Got, I've got a
1: good family. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, 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 look, people don't look people don't understand this, do they? 'Cause when, when you once you're if you're a priest or a nun, you're basically kept by the institution. Oh yeah yeah yeah. You don't really have to worry about anything. Yeah. Apart from answering to the people above you. Well, that.
1: I mean except in those who are posted to difficult like that I I I repeat myself, but the yeah. nuns at Bentley yeah. whatever the arrangement was the well, the parish wasn't wasn't a wealthy parish. It no. was a working-class parish, and mm. Mm. they weren't getting enough. And I know I know, people from the market gardens in East Bentley used to take them fruit and veggies every week mm. to keep them going. Yeah. Do you remember the day you left? No, but what is it, what's the day I left? What's the, what's the day I left? When
0: you closed the door for the last time on your room or, or seminary no, or, no, or the no, church. No, there was no, the, no such no, thing? No, no. The, well, there must have been.
1: Technically, the day I left is the day I actually filled out the paperwork to – to end my clerical role in the church, it's called right. laicization. There was a procedure in canon law right. whereby, well, now lots of my colleagues just left and so on. But there is provision for you to actually do it within the church's rules. Now I did that because that I'm keeping good links with my family and my friends who are still part of the church. I don't did that for but, a but, reason. Oh, yeah, 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 what yeah. What was yeah. your reason? Well, I've given you the three of them before. Yeah, no, what did you write down on that piece of yeah, paper? Yeah, the same as I put in my application about... Uh, Dale, remember, she's got a better memory than I'm you. I'm sure she has much younger. Uh, independence of the authority, mm. earn your own living, mm. make political choices and be free to marry. And you're you right I think that. that's four. I think yeah, that's four. four. And uh, I think have you got a I, copy? I think I've got a copy of that. Excellent.
0: That's good. That's good. No, no, no. I'm trying to pin you down, all right? pin you down but, but the, but the, 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 the pinning down family. see
1: no, you you want you want what the media or the cameras want mm. a moment he shuts the door no 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 i don't
0: want
1: a moment no no but human life's not like that there are some occasions when things make a dramatic drop but most things happen over time and they become clear they become clear
0: and then you make a choice
1: no no you probably made the choice and you're working your way to to the point where it becomes clear well, you make the choice first, then it becomes clear. I it was, you make the right, choice right. and you you work your way into it, yeah. don't you? Right.
0: Well, no, no, you work your way to a choice. You don't just make a choice.
1: No, 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 they're both. Yeah. Both yeah. but right. but let's get back to seventy
0: four. I'm interested. You've left the priesthood. What did you do?
1: No, what am I already doing? I mean, is there, no, you no, see, what did you, you do in seventy four? Were... <laughs> well, come on. In seventy four <laughs> I was working on um building site for Lawson and Lachlan, the building of the Doncaster in Shopping Town pub. Right. Doncaster Shopping Town in pub. So Where, what did
0: you what did you put on your application
1: I'm I'm, I'm a member of the BLs. I'm Shop Steward. Right. Good. good. That's Normie what I want was, to hear. Normie was our leader. Right. Uh, so, so, he, he told us we were the salt of the earth. I remember. So, so, so why, did, why did you become a BL? Oh, good work. The... the, the Building industry work is good work. You get some at the end of the day. You've got something to show for you. I, I mean, you, I put in two years on the building sites. I, I want to go back to seventy four. Yeah, oh. seventy four yeah, like and seventy five. You the to become a BL. No, I'm I'm actually in the BL before. What? What's going on? What's going on? You're yeah, on the BL before. You need to know a bit of canon law. Technically, in <laughs> canon law, I'm still a priest until some paperwork comes through in May seventy four. All right. But I've already had twelve months driving a t- truck for Sunny Crust. All right. I've had three or four years uh, editing Retrieval magazine, unpaid job, but for the cause mm, and stuff. Mm, mm. And I've had uh, probably um, three years, three and a half years living in this uh, community house in Fitzroy.
0: Well,
1: yeah. I'm doing this before I get the paperwork. I mean, I'm not waiting for any paperwork. No, so your no. big moment, no, 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 no. That's not the way to tell the so story. When, do you, when did you join the BL? Well, uh, a funny thing happened. I, I... Um, <laughs> I was looking around for jobs and, um, well, what year am I talking 74? Why did I join? Well, the reason I joined the BLs was I got the job and the bloke came around the site and the bloke, the, the the organiser was Jimmy Fleming. All right, yeah. Do you know, you wouldn't remember Jimmy. Jimmy was a great, Jimmy was Limerick-born, a great activist on behalf of Sinn Féin and other things who I knew from Irish Republican activities and so on. Right. And he comes around and he, he comes into the change room, the... Uh, sheds, you know, cup of tea time and pulls out the little docker book and collecting the money and he says Val Noon he <laughs> says, Priest. He said, Yeah, me mate. He said, uh, we need a shop steward here. You're it <laughs> And uh, so I mean but but Jimmy was in the you know with Paddy Donnelly and all those people who were part of that Norm Gallagher crowd and um, yeah. um, seventy four is the year of. I mean, I couldn't have timed it better. The year of oh, the it was big, brilliant, yeah. the big gains. I mean, the the, right. the BLS wage. Yeah. And and the, it was when I started, it was hourly higher. Yeah. Hourly oh, higher. That's right. By the end of the year, it was probably daily higher. hadn't got. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, but yeah. then and then comes all those yeah. changes. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a very exciting experience to be part of that. Yeah. I come up to Melbourne in seventy one as a nineteen
0: year old. Yep. And I said, I need some work. Yep. I need some money. Yep. And then they said to me, "Just go. You go down to the street corner, yep. and the trucks will come, yep. and they'll pick you. If they want you for for, yeah, for, for yeah. a few hours. That's yeah. what it was like. Yeah, you're yeah, right.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, you you were the lowest of the low. Well, I mean, you, you you're old enough probably to remember the three kz in the morning, mm-hmm. half past six. The yep. number, the numbers yep. of the wharfies who would yep. be called that day. Okay, that's right. Get up, have a cup of tea. See. Oh, I've got to go to Sevenly North Wharf. Yeah. You know. And yeah,
0: yeah. So that that was." Uh, Pentecostal flame
1: works in weird so, ways.
0: You've joined the BLF, and you're a shop steward. Well, I'd did already, you go? Did you go I've into Carlton?
1: I've already been in the Bread Carters <laughs> Union with yeah. what's his name, Hamilton, yeah. and, and and I've got a VBU yeah. ticket dating back to 1960 or something from yeah. the days when I was. A, I've got a VBU ticket, Victorian yeah. Built Vehicle mm-hmm. Builders Union. Yeah. I don't think I kept my Bread Carters ticket. No. Um, but I wonder if I still kept my BLs ticket. that would be interesting to see. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. But then I became active over the years, talking to you. You're throwing forward um, in the printers. You know, I'm mean, on the yeah. state board of the yeah, printers. I want to go back to the BL. And, to... uh, and then no, no, NTU. So there. And
0: now we're nearly finished. Now. Nearly finished. Have you made Have you made a decision? Though, just for... Have you made a decision about coming back so we can do post seventy um, four? I,
1: I will have to sit down and listen to this because. <laughs> You, you might have trapped me into waters I wasn't going to go into. Who knows what well, I said? The
0: that's the hull. Dale's come laughing so. On. I'm, come if, on, come if, on,
1: if it's entertaining, that's that's good radio. Well, just say you're coming back, and we'll slot you. Say off. you're coming back. That's another song. you has got to go. Go <laughs> on, man. Say you're coming back. Make a decision. Provided I can also engage you a bit more. You I don't like this interviewer kind of you know this impartial uh, interviewer nonsense. Yeah. We all know that the media is not like that. Well, unfortunately, I don't get paid, so I'm not the media. <laughs> no, but listen, I should just say for the listener, I'm very proud to be down with you there at the unveiling of that monument to Tanner Menowate and Pole Boy Manhattan. I mean, that's a great thing you did in helping to organise that. I mean, well, of course, we first knew about the Cape, Cape Brim Jack. Yeah, yep. uh, Jack of Cape I'm Curve, not quite yeah. sure what to make of the great big hanging bit of rock that you've put up there, but anyway. Well, there's, there's, it, it, it
0: it's a metaphor for play and the hanging. Because if you look at the, uh, the thing It's a bit it, like a swing. Yeah. I, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, you uh, can actually see the two chains. Yeah, I know. I so, saw that, I yeah. mean, the artist did that, and we yeah. had no role in that, but I thought, I think it's a very... It, it is a very postmodern 21st century monument, and yeah. I, think, uh, I think it'll be a... A great addition to the city. It's of a terrific addition, and uh, yeah. the very
1: fact that we s- sit here and talk about what does it yeah. mean—that's what you want. You want yeah. people to discuss what it
0: exactly means Now stuff. you're coming
1: back, Val. I want I a decision. My, uh, subject to one condition: that Dale <laughs> rapidly burns that CD. I go home, listen to it, and and <laughs> no, 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 and no, that no, 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 she no. who must be obeyed doesn't tell me no. not to do it again. Not, uh, no, that's no, uh, no, no, uh, no, Val. You're She's listening now. listening now. No, no, I'm going to have a terrible night tonight because she won't like anything I Now, Doctor Noon, Father Noon, Val Noon.
0: You obey authority. So, we. are you coming back? I'm
1: Melbourne born and bred. I like Melbourne. I like 3CR. You're, You're okay, coming Jack, back. I'm Excellent. Good. He's I'm coming gonna, back. I've got to listen to that CD and then I'll tell you. Well,
0: well thanks, Val, Val Noon, for coming in. Thank you for talking to us for the last 55 was he, minutes. Was, was
1: he so keen on getting. What was the first thing you remember? A duh. You know, I mean, well, it's I'm, just how the show runs. Uh, it, I'm very keen about that
0: because it sets the parameters for people. We want to show people. Radicals come from all
1: areas, all walks of life.
0: Here we have an old bloody priest, you know, you know So you're defined radical.
1: by what you once were. Exactly. Okay. It, no, we've got to teach you a few things about interviewing. Well, that's why you've got to come back. Yeah. Who am I? is not what I was. Okay, right. Thank you very much for that. We'll see you in a few months or yeah. a few Happy weeks. Happy Christmas the to fo- you too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Part two of this exercise.
0: Thank you, Val. Right. right all you. the best. Everybody <laughs>